0: For tape, CDs, DVDs, or our publication, Voices from His Accent Glory, Declaring the Kingdom, write P.O. Box 21516, Hot Springs,
1: Arkansas, ZIP 71903.
0: Our website is
2: www.lakehamiltonbiblecamp.com and lhbconline.com. There are many free audio files there. It's like going to Bible school at home.
1: Thursday evening, May the 25th, year 2000, Memorial Weekend Teaching and Deliverance Camp Meeting being held at Lake Hamilton Bible Campgrounds, Hot Springs National Park, Arkansas. Brother Tommy Cook from Tulsa, Oklahoma, to those of you who have not met him before, he's been ministering here for many years. He's been a great blessing to us, and and I don't know what we've done sometimes in the past without his help. But we appreciate him and his wife his wife who comes with him from time to time and is a blessing to Irma in the house and she didn't come this time. they got oh we one they're looking after that the Lord's working on and healing. Amen. Tommy, and uh, get your fingers ready uh, either right or look, don't you can't do both. Uh, amen. Come on, brother Tommy, Amen.
2: Let's stand and praise the Lord. Amen? Let's give Jesus a clap hand. Come on, everybody. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I think I'm on. Am I on? Or am I on? Can you tell it out there? I don't hear anything. I guess so. Hot air. Okay? You can be seated. Praise the Lord. Amen. Father, we thank you for tonight, Lord God, for this word. Lord, we're nothing in ourselves. We can do nothing apart from You. We, we trust the Holy Spirit to help us tonight, Lord. Lord God, it's a great responsibility to preach this Word and, and to approach this Word. We approach it reverently tonight, Lord God. And we ask the Holy Spirit to quicken the hearts that are here, that are here, Father. Lord Jesus, we ask the Holy Spirit to touch each one. Minister effectively to us by Your power and Your Spirit, which You can, in Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. 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 Turn to Revelation 19. You know where Revelation is, don't you, Ronnie? All the way to the best. All right. Revelation 19. How many thank God for Jesus tonight? Amen. Amen. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be alive, I don't think, tonight without Jesus. Can somebody say Amen to that in your life? Praise God. He is so wonderful. Jesus saved me as a boy, and I really came back to God after a service in 1962, baptized in Holy Ghost 62. And I uh, started preaching in 64, and went to Bible college a couple of years. And um, I had to be retaught the end time, things that I had been taught in Bible college. And I had a wonderful teacher. He was a tremendous teacher on the gifts of the Holy Spirit and uh, a wonderful man from England. And, but when it comes to the end time teaching, God had to reteach me. How many ever had to be retaught some things? Amen? Amen? We're all coming out of false doctrine, if you want to know the truth, in some areas. Isn't that true? And um, but anyway, uh, in about 1970, God began to deal with me about the kingdom of God, and and that's when things change, begin to change in my life. And so we need we need a deeper word, a deeper walk with God. And I believe that He's calling the people out in this hour. I mean, though no, He's calling the people out of the system, yes,
0: yeah,
2: sure. Revelation 19. And after these things, I heard a great voice of much people. In heaven, saying, hallelujah, salvation, and glory, and honor, and power unto the Lord our God. Now, there's a lot of messages right there in verse 1. I could go off on ev- many directions in that Scripture. How many know there's a lot of people in heaven, and yet a lot of them are walking right here on earth tonight? Isn't that true? Jesus walked here, and He lived there. And we can be here and be there. Isn't that right? We should be. Isn't that right? And verse 2, For true and righteous are his judgments, for he hath judged the great whore, which did corrupt the earth with her fornication, and hath avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And again they said, Alleluia, and her smoke rose up forever and ever. And the four and twenty elders and the four beasts fell down and worshipped God that sat on the throne, saying, Amen, Alleluia. And a voice came out of the throne, saying, Praise our God, all you His servants, and ye that fear Him, both small and great. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of a mighty thundering, thundering saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Hallelujah. Yes. How many believe Jesus is reigning tonight? Amen. Is He reigning in your life and my life? He should be. Amen? How many know that we've been married to a system? Yeah. We've been married to churches. We've been married to ministry. And I'm not against the churches that God puts us in. Don't misunderstand me. How many know if you're in the church where God puts you, you're going to learn something? We've been married to people. We've been married to groups and denominations. We've been married to dogmas. Come on, and doctrines. And i am tell you, God wants to strip a lot of things from all of us tonight. Can you say amen? amen. And to be joined to Christ in sonship, Demands our separation and divorce from every last vestige of the Babylonish church system. The harlot system. Look in Revelation 17. How many you know the Lord's against this harlot system? He's against Babylon. That's the money system, the political system, and the religious system. But we're not just dealing with the other two tonight. I'm talking about the religious system tonight. Verse 1 there came one of the seven angels. Now notice, one of the seven angels. There are seven angels that's showing, uh, one of these seven angels is showing John things. And he came, he came, and notice he had, he had the seven vials, and he talked with me, saying, Come hither, or come closer, and I'm going to show you the judgment. I want you to notice, I'm going to show you the judgment of the great whore that sits upon many waters. God's going to judge the religious systems in America as well as the world. And they're going to fall, and they're going to come down, just like the money system and the political system in His time. Now look over in verse 15, it says. not look in verse 15. And he said to me, The waters which thou sawest, where the whore sitteth, are peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues. This uh, Jezebel whore system is, is right on the top of the people. Can you say amen? And uh, how many know it's, she's a destroyer? And the Bible said in verse 1 that this angel come and began to show, show, uh, to show John that this great whore that was up on the waters. Now look with me. Look down to verse 2. With whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. Now the verse 3 is where I'm coming to. So he carried me away in the Spirit. And notice where he took John. He took him to the wilderness. How many of the world's a wilderness tonight? And I saw a woman sit... Upon a scarlet colored beast full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Now notice, he took him in the Spirit. He took him and showed him a woman. Now turn to Revelation 22, uh, excuse me, 21 and verse 9. Revelation 21, 9. I hope you do have your pencil and your fingers tonight, because you're going to need them both. Verse 9. There came unto me, John says, now notice, there came unto me one of the seven angels which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues. Probably the same angel that he saw there in chapter 17. And talked with me, saying, Come hither, and I will show you the bride, the lamb's wife. And he took him to a high mountain. Now he's showing another woman, isn't he? There's two women in the Scriptures here, isn't there? Come on, there's a harlot, there's a bride. There is a woman called a harlot, and there's a woman called the church. There is a city called the harlot, and there's a city called the church. One is called Babylon, one's called the church. One's a mystery of iniquity, the other's a mystery of godliness. One is a whore, one is a virgin. One is, uh, John was taken uh, in the wilderness to see one, he was taken to a high mountain to see the other one. One is sealed in the forehead with a name, and how many know the church is being sealed also in the forehead with his name? Can you say amen? One has a carnal mind, one has a spiritual mind. One is fleshly, and one is spirit. And God says, Come out of her. Come out of her, my people. Look in chapter 18 of Revelation. Revelation 18, verse 1. And I'm not just talking about America, I'm talking about Babylon. I many of America might be the hub of, of Babylon, but I want to tell you, Babylon's worldwide. It's not just in just one place, it's, it's worldwide. After these things I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried, might, he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, the greatest fallen has fallen. and <clears throat> has become the habitation of devils. How many believe the devils go to church too? Yes,
0: he
2: does. Come on, help me now. <clears throat> Is that right? It's not just in the money system, political system. It's in the church system too. And it says, it "...become the habitation of devils, and hole of every foul spirit, and cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have made... Uh, committed fornication with her. And the merchants, now notice, here's the merchandisers of the earth are wax rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice uh, saying from heaven, Now notice, come out of her, my people. And I believe the time will come you'll break with the political system, the money system, and the religious system. You'll have to. And the time will come God may say, It's time to drop everything and run to the hills or go this way or that way. How many of you have been listening to the voice of God for this, in this hour? Isn't that right? Do you know what I said? The time will come, like Lot. How many know they had to come and, took him, and take him out of the city? Yes. And the time will come, I believe, in the end time. God will speak to his people to leave the cities or, or wherever he tells them to go. They all they have to obey God. We don't, we don't want to think in those terms here in America. But how many know it just may come to that? You just don't know. We don't know what's going to happen next week or next month or next year. But I'll tell you what, the tribulation's on us.
0: Yes.
2: It's not the rapture of the church is on us. It's the tribulation coming. I was taught the rapture. It was drilled into me. I, I taught, Come on, in the Senate of God, Baptist Church, Bible school. And how many know when God showed me that, I saw it was a lie? Amen. The pre tribulation rapture is a lie. Come on, now. Come on help me now. Amen. It's not truth. Amen. Jesus will not come till the end of the tribulation, until the trouble's over. And how many know trouble's coming? Oh, yeah. It's already here. Amen. But it's going to increase. Do what, Ron? First thing. <laughs> but look here in verse. Look here in verses um, 4. I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people. Yes. Why? That you be not partaker of her sins, that you receive not of her plagues. The plagues are coming on Babylon, whether the money, the political, or the religious system. For her sins are received, uh, have notice, reached to heaven. God remembered her iniquities, reward her even as she rewarded you, double according to her, double according to her works. Now look at verse 7. Uh, Excuse me. Verse 8. Here's her plagues. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day. That's a time element there. Death. Number one. Number two. Mourning. Three. Famine. She shall be utterly burned with fire. For strong is the Lord God who judges her. How many see that? God is going to judge the heart system. He's going to judge the money system. He's going to judge the political system. He's going to do it. Now. I believe God wants us to come out of the system of man. But God has to show us how to come out. God has to do it. Amen? We can't do it on our, in our strength and in ourselves. Look in Colossians 2.8 just a second. Colossians 2.8. It says these words. Now listen to this verse. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy. Number one. Number two, vain deceit after the traditions of men, which make the Word of God a non-effect, by the way, and for after the rudiments or the elements of the world and not after Christ. Now, there's four things. I'm not going to deal with those four things. But notice, beware lest any man spoil you. And that word spoil means robbery and it means to plunder. And God said in Isaiah, I hate robbery. You ever read that Scripture? The church system has stolen our minds. Come on. And put... The, the, the system's mind in our foreheads. Come on now, help me. I don't care if you went to 15 Bible colleges. And it made us think that gain is godliness. It is not. It robs you of your purity and your personal relationship with Jesus Christ and that intimacy that He wants us to have with Him. Amen? And that wholehearted relationship to Jesus Christ. It spoils and robs you of your first love. That system. Because we allow it. Can you say amen? Now, many are married to the church system. They're married to a church. They're married to a pastor. They're married to a... I want to tell you something. I ain't married to nobody but Jesus. That's who I want. How about you? I mean, I'm, things are dropping off. Don't misunderstand. I've been married to a lot of things. But I want to be married totally to Him. Turn to Revelation 14. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We've exalted pastors. We've exalted churches. It's time to exalt Jesus. He's my covering tonight. How about you? Revelation 14. Look at verse uh, 1. I looked, and, lo, a lamb stood on Mount Zion, and with him a hundred and forty and four thousand, having his father's name written in their foreheads. Now, notice they've got God's mark They've been purged of the harlot's mark. They have God's mark. And then if you notice something here in verse 2, I heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters. And, of course, there's the people harping here with their hearts. Verse 3, They sung as it were a new song before the throne and the beast and the elders. And no man can learn that song but the hundred and forty and four thousand which were redeemed from the earth. These are they which were not defiled with women. Well, how many know there's a lot of women in this group? So we're not talking about natural women, are we? We're talking about Jezebel, the harlot system. Is that true? We're talking about people who have come out of the system, out of the harlot system, out of the whore system. They're no longer defiled by that system. Hallelujah. They've been separated unto the Lamb. And notice, who are they following? The Lamb. They're following Jesus, not a church system. Come on, amen? Anybody want to follow the Lamb tonight? Anyone want, to want to be led by the Holy Spirit? Amen. Hey, the Holy Ghost will lead you to the Lamb.
0: Yeah. And where did the Lamb
2: go? He went to the cross. Where is He going to take you? To the cross. Right. Is that right? right? Amen. Praise God. So, we need Him tonight. So, they were not defiled with women. That means with a mother, harlot, and her daughters. Look back to Revelation 17. <clears throat> Hallelujah. You know, it's like being married many years to a woman, then you find out the marriage was illegal. We've been married to a harlot and joined to her so long. Now we've got to totally forsake her, amen, and be fully joined to Christ Jesus. Now, look here. Where did I say go? Revelation what? 17. All right, let's look down here now. Now, look down in verse 4. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color. And decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand, full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. I could quote a lot of things right there, but I'm not getting into it tonight. Verse 5. And upon her forehead, now look at this, upon her forehead was a name. What is the name? Come on, tell me what a name is. It's a nature. Upon, a, upon her forehead was a nature. A name. Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunken. I know a man had a vision of this harlot. He said it's the most horrible vision he ever had. And God said, destroy her. He was in this vision. He was going to. He was about to destroy this thing he saw. And God said, wait a minute, shake her. And he saw the thing shaking and people running out of the system before the destruction. I mean, thank God the calls going out to get out of her. And it says here, When I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. And the angel said to me, Wherefore didst thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman, the beast that carries her, which has seven heads and ten horns. I could go into all that, but I'm not going to choose to go into that tonight. But the thing is, he saw this, this harlot this mother of Harlots and her daughters, and he saw that mark on the forehead, that mind, that nature of the system. And it's in people. How many of people will kill you over their dogma and doctrine and tradition? Hmm? Hey, I've had some stones threw at me over the rapture question, I can tell you that. Amen? There's not going to be a rapture before the tribulation. I don't care how much you know your Bible. You stand it out. There's not going to be... I believe that for so long. Amen? Yes. Hallelujah. I'm not looking for a rapture. On, but I'm looking for the fullness of God to come in a people yes. on. to get us ready for His coming after that tribulation.
0: Because
2: yes. yes. that's when He's coming.
0: Yes,
2: sir. Hallelujah. So we need Him tonight, don't we? Yes. We need Him bad. Praise God. How many you know in Babylon, Daniel and his three brethren did not bow to that giant colossal? Remember that? Right. And, but there were a thousand Jews that did, and there are people in the church that will not bow to that system. But there's many right now bowing down to it, by the thousands. Come on, help me now. Can you say Amen? amen. <clears throat> Praise God. And so, as God raises up His overcomers, I believe He's going to just, He's going to bring down Babylon. Let's go to Isaiah 21. Isaiah 21, and I want to look at verse. Uh, 9, I think it is. 21, 9. 21,
0: 9.
2: Hallelujah. And behold, there cometh a chariot of men with a couple of horsemen. And he answered and said, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, and all the graven images of her gods, which are demons, he hath broken unto the ground. So when Babylon falls, how many know her gods are also going to fall with her? Amen? And so, brethren, Babylon is going to fall, and all her uh, demons and all her graven images with her. Amen. Turn to Jeremiah 51. Jeremiah 51. I told my son the other day, I'd like to to put a big uh, page out in the Tulsa world uh, about the lie of the rapture, pre-tribulation rapture. You know, they come down all these rapture books now. You go to any bookstore, seven or eight of them, some guys are putting them out. And deceiving the people. They're lying to the people. Listen, we're facing trouble, brethren. I'm telling you. If I had the money, I'd put it it in every newspaper in the United States to warn the people that Jesus is coming, yes. But trouble's also coming. You better prepare. You better get right with God. Amen? Amen. Revelation 17. Did I? No. Jeremiah, (laughs) Jeremiah 51. Jeremiah 51, 8. 51, 8. Babylon is suddenly fallen and destroyed, how for her, take bound for her pain, if so be she, may be what? Healed. Turn to Psalms 137. 137. Hallelujah. And in verse eight, notice what it says here. O daughter of Babylon, who art to be destroyed, happy shall he be, that rewardeth thee as thou hast served us, Happy shall he be that taketh and dasheth thy little ones against the stone. So Babylon is going to be destroyed. Babylon is a worldwide term, isn't it? What does Babylon mean? Come on, help me. It means acts of confusion. It also means religious confusion. But you know who started Babylon? Nimrod. And his name means to rebel, or we will rebel. You know he was the thirteenth from Adam. Come on now. Huh? Thirteen is the number of rebellion. Do you know that? Look in Genesis 14. I'll show you that number. Genesis 14. Look in Genesis 14. And I'll have to find the Scripture. I think it's about verse 4 or so here. 14.4, I believe it is. Somewhere through there. Yeah. Twelve years they served mur, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. Thirteen is the number of rebellion. You go to Revelation 13, you got the beast coming forth. Uh, in the, out of the sea, which is uh, the chapter of rebellion. So thirteen is rebellion, and I can say a lot about that number. I've studied on it many years. There's, there's a lot to number thirteen, and so we know that Nimrod started Babylon, and his name means rebellion. Praise God! Can you say Amen? Amen. amen. I'm going to skip over a lot of that, but there's there's a lot of there's a lot of coddling, uh, conjoling, persuading training, I guess we'd say discipline, and we think we can transform a goat into a sheep. How I many it will never work?
0: Right.
2: I said it won't work. It will never, never work. It's never worked. It, ne- it will never work when it comes to the things of God. Can you say amen? amen. Now, I want to go over to uh, Scripture. Um, I want to go to pr- Proverbs. God woke me up one time, one time years ago. He said, Jezebel is a harlot church, the worship of Dion of Ephesians, and he told me it's the Queen of Heaven and the worship of Mary. How many you know we're not worshiping Mary tonight? We're worshiping Jesus. Somebody say Amen. amen. We're not reading no beads, come on, we're we're seeking Jesus from the heart. Isn't that right? All right, now. Where did I say go?
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Go to go to Proverbs two. I'm glad Ronnie's here to help me. Proverbs 2. Please look with me in verse 10. It says, When wisdom entereth into thy heart, and knowledge is pleasant to thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee, to deliver thee from the evil man. All right, now come down to verse 16 also. To deliver thee from the strange woman. how many know that Jezebel is in men and women, though? Okay, we're not picking on the women now even from the stranger which flattered with her words. And God says that wisdom and knowledge uh, is going to be pleasant to the soul, and discretion will preserve us from the evil man as well as, uh, of course, the evil woman. Now, let's go over to, uh, also it's another verse. Let's go over to chapter 6 of Proverbs. Chapter 6. Now, I'm not looking at a person. I'm looking at the system here right now, okay? I mean, know it's in people too. But I'm looking at a system when I'm reading all these verses. Chapter 6, verse
0: 23.
2: And notice what it says. Chapter 6, verse 23. Well, the commandment, and that's the Word of God, is a lamp, and the law is light. How many know His Word is a lamp to our feet, a light to our pathway, right? And reproves of instruction on the way of life. Why? To keep me from the evil woman, from that harlot system. Come on. From the flattery of the tongue of a strange woman. So flattery is in Jezebel. Is that true? Look in chapter 7. I'll show, it here. show you here. Revelation 17, this whole chapter is on Jezebel. It's also, if you'll notice in verse 12, that, that uh, she's waiting at every corner. How many know we've got church houses on just about every corner anymore? Oh, and a lot of them might be Jezebels. I don't know who they are. God knows. Amen. We've got a lot of them. We've got a lot of soulless churches. They don't walk in the Spirit, they want to live out of the soul. How many know that's Jezebel? Now, look, one thing, let me show you this about Jezebel. Look here in verse, please look with me in verse 5. She's a strange woman. And verse 5 says she flatters with her words. <clears throat> so flattery is in that system as well as in a, in a Jezebel spirit. And if you'll notice, this one is following her. And verse 11 says she's stubborn. She doesn't abide in her house. How many you know Jezebel don't like to stay home?
0: Oh, my. <laughs> you didn't get no amen on that? <laughs> Okay, I'm in Proverbs seven,
2: seven, Proverbs seven, verse eleven. She is loud and stubborn, and and notice her feet abide not in her house. Now she is without, now in the streets and life in wait at every corner. Now I'm looking at churches here. Okay, all right, and then if you'll come on down. I have de- Verse 16, I've decked my bed with coverings of tapestry, with carved works, and fine linen of Egypt. What's Egypt picture of? Come on, help me. The world system has come into the church. I, prefer, I perfume perfumed my bed. Do so we talk about this adulterous relationship with the kings of the earth and the inhabitants of the earth? Here it is. I perfume perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Now, if you go back and read uh, Psalm 45, you'll see some of that is in the covering and the clothing that's on Jesus. She is a, she is a counterfeiter. Amen? And oh, there's so much here. I mean, there's a lot here. Now look at verse 21. With her much fair speech, she caused him to yield. With the flattering of her lips, she forced him. Now come down to verse 23. I mean, there's a lot of people sick tonight in the church. Maybe we've been in a Jezebel church. Come on, too long. Verse 23. Till a dart strike through his liver... What does the liver do? Purifies the blood. Till a dart strike through his liver... "...as the bird hasteth to the snare, and knoweth not that it is for his life." Jezebel wants your life, your soul. Elijah ran from Jezebel. What, what was she after? His soul. And he was on the road to the depression. When long God took him. Now look at verse... What verse did we stop? Verse 24. "...Hearken to me now, therefore, you children, and attend to the words of my mouth. Let not thine heart decline to her ways, going out of strength in the past, for she hath cast down many wounded." Yea, many strong men have been slain by her. Did you hear that word, slain? Her house is the way to hell, going down to the chambers of death. That's that's the harlot church. That's the harlot system. That's the Jezebel spirit. Now, let's go to chapter 9 of Proverbs. Chapter 9, please. Hallelujah. I've seen that Jezebel spirit at times. I've seen it right in my room. I saw it over a person one time when I prayed. When I prayed for her, Uh, she um, was—I saw the spirit go to the top of her head. Uh, She hit the floor, foaming at the mouth. Same time, I saw it in a a preacher's house one time. I stand in his house and a thing appeared right on my bed. And last week, um, I was praying in the spirit. I've been praying a lot in the spirit, and uh, all of a sudden, I was in the spirit. I mean, when you pray in the spirit, you get in the spirit. And all of a sudden, I discerned a Jezebel spirit right. At the top of my ceiling, right over my bed. And I believe somebody sent it, and you know what I did? I mean, I come against that spirit in the name of Jesus. Amen. I don't believe it's there any longer. Hallelujah. How many know we have power over Jezebel? But I'm going to tell you something. It's either Jesus or Jezebel tonight. Look here in chapter 9. And I believe that spirit was sent against me. How many, knows? How many know what I'm talking about? Come on, there's some psychic praying, soulless praying. People speak things against you, but I tell you what—I know how to pray against that too. Amen. In the name of Jesus, not against people, but against that spirit. We're not dealing with people. Come on, we're not fighting people here tonight. Amen. Chapter nine, verse one: Wisdom, wisdom, God's wisdom. How many know Jesus is wisdom to us? Wisdom have builded her house. I want to tell you—he's going to have a house that's going to be full of wisdom. How many know that's Jesus in His house? She hath shewn out her seven pillars. How I many know oh, this church is going to be perfected? Come on now. Because we're on the rock. Can you say, say, say amen. amen? She hath killed her beast. Uh, she hath mingled her wine and furnished her table. Look at wine in verse 2 and verse 5 is the bread. You've got the communion table here. Now look in verse 3. She hath sent forth her maiden. She cries upon the highest places of the city. Now this wisdom, notice, it's in the highest places of the city. I mean, know that tonight we're living with Christ in heavenly or high
0: places?
2: places. In the church. The church is a city. Isn't that right? Right. Now, look at this verse. In verse 4, "...whoso is simple or immature, let him turn hither. As for him that wants understanding, she says to him," that's wisdom, "...come eat of my bread, drink of the wine." which I've mingled. Come, have communion. Intimacy with me, Jesus is saying. Forsake the foolish, and live and go in the way of understanding. Now, come down to verse 13. Now, that you have choice, verse 1 through 6, or you can start in verse 13 and have that choice. Here it is. A foolish woman, and I'm looking at the hall at church, is clamorous, she's simple, and knoweth nothing. For she sitteth at the door... And how many know she's sitting in the door not letting anybody go in either? I'm talking about a spirit. Come on, help me now. There's some pastor standing in the door won't, won't let people go any further. Oh my, come, on, come on, help me. There's another ministries. I respect all the ministries. But you can't stand in the way of God's people progressing, can you? For she sits at the door of her house on a seat. She's right on a throne in high places of the city. That's pride. That's right, Peggy. But she's in that... She's in a high place. And, and Paul said we don't wrestle against what? Come on, help me. But, but against principalities. Come on. Powers. The rulers of the darkness of this world and wicked spirits in high or heavenly places. And that's where she's at. How I many of ever heard of the Queen of Heaven? The Queen of Heaven. I mean, she's, I've met a few queens. Have you ever met any queens? I met a few. <laughs> I met one in England. I met one in Texas. Oh, my. And those under her, I'm telling you, they moved quick. They, they were so fearful. A foolish woman. Now, look, look here with me now. I don't want to get ahead of myself. In verse uh, 15. Notice what she's doing. She's calling passengers to go right on their ways. Who says what? Simple, Simple immature. Let him turn in hither. And as for him that wants understanding, she said to him, stolen waters are sweet. Bread, bread eaten in secret is pleasant, but he knoweth not that the dead are there and that our guests are in the depth of hell. Yeah. There are more people in hell tonight, I believe, because of the Jezebel spirit than any spirit there is, because she's the depth of Satan. Yeah. Did you hear what I said? Yeah. Amen. Um. Gosh, turn to Jeremiah five. Jeremiah five. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Then I'm going to show you how you got to overcome the Jezebel. I, well, I'm showing you a few if you're looking at the Scriptures that I've given you. Jesus, He's, he's our escape, isn't He? is our wisdom. Amen. In Jeremiah 5, look in verse 7, please. It says, How shall I pardon thee for this? Thy children have forsaken me, sworn by them that are no gods, when I had fed them to the full. "...they then committed adultery and assembled themselves by troops..." Where would they assemble at? "...in the harlot's houses." How many see that? I know there's demons that are troops, but how many know people assemble in some of these churches like troops too? If everybody was led to hope by the Holy Ghost tonight, how many know some churches would empty out and wouldn't have anybody left? And some churches, so little small, they couldn't get everybody out the door. Isn't that strange? Assemble themselves by troops in the harlots' houses. My, my, my. Now, let's go to Second Kings. You know, there was one guy that wasn't afraid of Jezebel. Who was he? Who was he? Jehu. <laughs> Jehu. Do you, know that, do you know that Jezebel, she died in the reign of Elisha, the double portion man? How I many you know you're going to need a double portion to deal with Jezebel in this hour? 2 Kings 9. And Elisha the prophet called one of the children of the prophets and said to him, "Gird up thy loins, take this box of that oil in thy hand, and go to Ramoth-Gilead. And when thou, when thou comest thither, look out there, Jehu the son of Jehoshaphat, the son of Nimshai and go and make him rise up from among the brethren, and carry him to an inner chamber." Then take the box of oil, pour it on his head, saying, Thus saith the Lord, I have anointed thee king over Israel. Then open the door, and flee, and tarry not." (laughs) So, so man, he brought the message, he brought the oil, he anointed this guy, and he got out of there. Now, listen to what the word of the Lord says in verse 7, "...and thou shalt smite the house of Ahab, thy master, that I may avenge the blood of my servants, the prophets." and the blood of all the servants of the Lord at the hand of Jezebel. She hates the prophets. She hates the apostles. For the whole house of Ahab shall perish, and so forth. Then, verse 9, I will make the house of Ahab like the house of Jeroboam. Verse 10, the dog shall eat Jezebel in the portion of Jezreel, and there shall none, notice, be none to bear her, and he opened the door and fled. I mean, he said all that and got out of there. So if you're going to be if you're going to deal with Jezebel, you better be anointed. And you know when when the when the, the uh, eunuchs threw her down, and Jehu ran over her, the natural woman Jezebel, what was left of her? Her skull, her hands, and her feet. Amen. Her carnal mind, her her ugly evil works and walk life, and because she was full of witchcrafts and whoredoms. The Bible says, isn't that true? And just as Jehu trampled her down, I want to tell you, God's going to judge the whore. The harlot system, isn't He? The church system that we've known. Can you say amen? Amen. amen. He's going to do it. Do you believe that? Yes. I believe it. Praise God. And so we see that the Lord is really uh, saying some things. Now go back to Proverbs. I ain't through. I ain't through. <clears throat> Proverbs chapter 6. Please. All right, now, God told us in chapter 6 that the commandment is a lamp and the law is a light in order to keep us from the tongue of the strange woman. Isn't that right? Which we're looking at the heart system tonight. Now, if you look down to verse 25, lust not after this strange woman, after uh, in uh, in your heart, he says, or with uh, her eyelids, in verse 26, by means of a whorish woman, a man is brought to a piece of bread, and the the adulteress will hunt for the precious life. Notice the soul. Okay? Now come on down to verse 32. But whoso committeth adultery with a woman, let's stop there. What kind of adultery is there? There's two kinds, isn't there? Spiritual and then natural. But I'm telling you that in Revelation 17 and 18 is mainly spiritual. How many of you know we have a lot of spiritual adulterers tonight in the church? Because we're going to after, to, come on, other lovers besides Jesus. Is that true? Whoso committeth adultery with a woman lacks what? understanding, and he that doeth it destroys his own soul. soul. Your mind, your will, your emotions, your desires, you're coming under mind control. <clears throat> A wound and dishonor shall he get, and his reproach shall not be wiped away. And there are many of you, and as well as myself, have been wounded by the church system. We have to be healed. Amen? We, don't, we have to have everything of her mind eradicated from our mind. That sealing of her. Amen? Where God will totally eradicate, deliver, set us free, and put His mind in our mind. Can you say Amen? Amen. Now turn to Revelation 2. Thank you, Lord. In Revelation 2, and we know here in the church, Jezebel was in the church. How many know she likes the church? In Revelation 2, And by the way, the church she's talking to is Thyatira in verse 18. 18 through 29, this is the longest letter to all the churches. Thyatira. And it means burning of incense. <clears throat> Thyatira means. And how many know the Queen of Heaven, they were burning incense to her in Jeremiah? And so it says in, in verse 18, speaking of Jesus, His eyes like a flame of fire, His feet like fine brass. How many of those eyes of Jesus can pierce and find Jezebel wherever she's at? Come on, help me now. Amen. And those <laughs> feet of, of brass speaks of judgment. And He's going to judge that Jezebel harlot system. Now look down to verse 19. <clears throat> you know, He's talking about their works. Verse 20, Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest, or you tolerate, that woman Jezebel, which calls herself a prophet. So let's stop there. How many know that first thing, a person is going to exalt themselves in their ministry? We don't have to do that. We need to exalt Jesus. Right. Amen. I don't care what ministry you have. If it's of God, thank God for it. But don't start exalting yourself. Exalt the one that's in us. Can you say amen? That's number one. Number two, let's see what else he says here. Um, Wait just a minute. I lost my place. Okay, verse uh, 20. Uh, Okay. Which called herself a prophet to teach and seduce my servants. Notice, she's teasing and seducing. There's a seductive spirit. uh, And notice she's teaching them to commit what? Now, how is she doing that? Because the very Spirit that's in her is being imparted to the people, right? And so what's in people, I don't care if it's behind the pulpit or or in your job or wherever, if you open up to them, that thing's coming into you. Is that right? And so this Spirit was imparted to the church, people in the church, the Spirit of fornication, because it was in her. Now, what's this. It says also in this verse, uh, also... It sacrificed idols as well. I gave her space to repent of her fornication. How I many to believe God's merciful tonight? Amen. And she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed. And that's a sick bed, by the way. And them that commit adultery with her will go into what? Great what do you think God's taking the church into the tribulation for? To purge the church of Jezebel. Now turn to Revelation 7. Revelation 7, verse 13. And one of the elders answered and said to me, What are these which are arrayed in white robes? And whence came they? Where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, thou knowest. He said to me, These are they which came out of great tribulation, or tribulation the great, or the great affliction, and have washed their robes and made them white. Hallelujah. How, brethren? In the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, are they before the throne of God and serve Him day and night. Where is day and night at? There ain't no night in heaven where God is. right right here on the earth. They serve Him him day and night in His temple. Who's the temple? We're the temple. And he that sits on the throne shall dwell. Where is He dwelling tonight? Christ in you. The hope of glory. Come on, help me now. They shall hunger no more, neither thirst any more. Neither shall the sun light on them, nor any heat. You could take that to chapter 16 and look at that. For the Lamb that's in the midst of the throne shall feed them or shepherd them and shall lead them into living fountains of waters. How many know that's you and me? That's the body of Christ. He is the fountain. And how many know He's feeding that fountain into you and I tonight? And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. Amen? Back to chapter 2 of Revelation. But He says here, He says, Great Tribulation in verse 21. Verse 23. And I will kill her children with death. So to mess with Jezebel and the, hor- the harlot system is death, isn't it? Anybody come out of death? Anybody been coming out of death? You go to try to teach some of these things, they teach it like candles in some of these churches, and see, see if they don't try to kill you. Mm-hmm. There was a man who stood right here in this pulpit and preached one time. A church... Similar God Church. He was a pastor at one time. Prayed against him to die. And he had an accident that killed him. God told him later what happened. How many other people that are cruel in the church? They'll pray against you in a minute. You gotta forgive them. You gotta release them. Is that true? Amen. God help us to love them and forgive them, amen. Alright, now listen to what he says. But unto you I say unto the rest and fire Tyra. As many as have not this doctrine, the doctrine of Jezebel, which have not known the depths of Satan, as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden. But that which you have already hold fast till I come. And how many know He is coming. Oh, yeah. And He that overcometh and keepeth my works to the end, to Him, the overcomer, will I give power over the nations. Where the nations at? They're right here on the earth. He shall rule or shepherd them. That is the overcomer with a rod of iron. It didn't say a shepherd's staff, a rod of iron. That's those who rule in the Spirit. As the vessels of a potter shall they, the nations, be broken to shivers or small pieces, even as I received of my Father. So the same promise given to Jesus is given to the overcomer. And I I will give him the morning star. But there ain't going to be no ruling and running till we overcome the the horse system, the harlot system. Did you hear what I'm saying? And get every bit of that stuff out of us. Anybody want to be part of the first fruits of the overcomers? Can I tell you how, how, how you're going to be part of that? To let, let God take all rebellion out of you and me.
0: That's
2: right, we'll be part of it. Somebody say amen. amen. And we all have a lot of it in us, don't we? I'm going to close with one of the verse. Let's go to Ezekiel 13. I've asked Sister Coffee to come up to our fellowship in July and minister. I I, I love Sister Coffee. I mean, she's got a tremendous minister in the Lord. I appreciate it very much. I appreciate Bonnie, and I appreciate all these ministers here, every one of them. Our sister tonight. I've never heard her before. I appreciate... I know she's got a good mention. I can just tell by what the Lord's saying to her. Ezekiel 13, in verse 17. Notice, "...Likewise thou, son of man, set thy face against the daughters of thy people, which prophesy out of their own heart, and prophesy thou against them." Now, how would you like to be Ezekiel prophesying against these women? The first part is prophesying against the men, Okay. Now verse eighteen, and say, Thus saith the Lord God But how many thank God for the women ministries tonight amen. and those gods call and ordained and put a word of the Lord in Can you amen. say amen? Yes. Notice he said he said in this, this verse though, watch it. Uh, woe to the women that sow pillows to all our holes. We're dealing with charms, we're dealing with occult power, we're dealing with all kinds of stuff here. And make her cheese upon the head of every statue to hunt souls. Jezebel out of the heart system wants your soul. Can you say amen? Okay. Will you hunt the souls of my people? And the answer is, Amen! She will. Will you save the souls alive that come to you? Will you pollute me among my people for handfuls of barley and pieces of bread to slay the souls that should not die? How many see that? Premature death. People are dying in the the whore-harlot system tonight. And save the souls alive that should not live by your lying to my people that hear your lies. I can hear it on the television. I can hear it on the radio at times. A lot of lies are being projected to the people of God. Somebody say amen. amen. Wherefore, thus saith the Lord God, behold, I am against your pillows, wherewith you uh, hunt the souls to make them fly. I will tear them from your arms. I will let the souls go, even the souls that you hunt to make them fly. Your kerchiefs also will I tear and deliver my people out of your hand. There's deliverance, brethren. And they shall be no more in your hand to be hunted. And you shall know that I am the Lord. Because with lies you've made the heart of the righteous sad. And how many know Jezebel or that heart system makes you sad? Jesus makes you glad. Come on, help me. Hey, listen, I know what sadness is. I walked through that depression 15 years. How many know it ain't very good to have it? How many of have ever had the battle of depression? How many know it's a killer? It's a destroyer. But I tell you, Jesus he will give you, He'll give you gladness. Amen? Because with lies you made the heart of the righteous sad, whom I have not made sad, God said, and strengthened the hands of the wicked, that he should not return from his wicked way by promising him life. Therefore, you shall see no more vanity nor d- divine divinations. I'll deliver my people out of your hand. You shall know I'm the Lord. Now turn to, to Revelation 18. Oh, praise God. I won't ever bit up the heart out of me. How about you? Revelation 18. Thank you, Jesus. Look down to verse 20. Rejoice over her, thou heaven. And that's what happened in 19, where we started tonight. Rejoice over her, thou heaven, and ye holy apostles and prophets, for God hath avenged you on her. Let me see that. Look at verse 23 now. The latter part of verse 23. For by thy sorceries were all nations deceived. Witchcraft. How many know witchcrafts in the church? Heavy in the church. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints and all that were slain upon the earth. Now turn to Revelation 14. Verse 1 through 6 speaks of the sons of God, the overcomers, that God seals at the end of the age. And after he seals the overcomers, look down to verse, uh, look down to verse um, 6, 1 through 5. I'm sorry, it should have been 1 through 5 that he seals. Now, verse 6. Now, what's verse 6? And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel, to preach to them that dwell on the earth, number one, to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, number one, fear God, number two, give glory to Him, Three the hour of his judgments come worship him that made heaven, earth, and the sea, and the fountains of waters. And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. When the sons of God are sealed by God, Babylon falls. That great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine, come on, of the wrath of her fornication. Revelation 16. Let's turn there. Everybody with me tonight? Look at verse 19. And the great city... Babylon's called the Great City. The Great City was divided into three parts. How many of you know there's three parts to Babylon? Come on, tell me again what they are political, religious, money system. And the cities, look at this the cities, not just of America, but of the nations, fell. And Great Babylon came in remembrance before God to so give unto her the cup of the wine. Of the fierceness of his wrath. The wrath of God's coming on Babylon. I don't care what, sister, what uh, part we're in. That's why God says, Come out of her, my people. Amen?
0: Glory.
2: Now turn to Revelation 11. Let me show you how Babylon hates the church. I'm going to be finished here in just a minute. Praise God. Yes. We me go on with this thing, can we? Yes. Revelation 11. How many of you have ever read about the two witnesses? Yes. They're not two men. I was taught they were Elijah and Moses. Some teach other things. But these are God's overcomers. Now, I'm going to throw something at you. You don't have to believe what I say. The 144,000, the two witnesses, and the man shall, Revelation 12, same people. They're the overcomers. Now, Revelation 11. When these guys, look in verse uh, 7. When they shall have finished. Their testimony. How many of the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy? Right. When they have finished their testimony... Anybody want to finish your testimony? Nah. What did Jesus say on the cross? It is
0: yeah.
2: finished. When they finish their testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit... Now, when you talk about the beast, you're talking about a, a man... Now, listen. A spirit and a kingdom... And this beast is coming out of the bottomless pit. It's going to make war against them, against these two witnesses, and shall overcome them and kill them. And we just boo hoo, boo hoo, boo hoo. How many know the the story's not over? Is that right? Now, it says something. Their dead body shall lie in the street of what city? city. What is the great city? It's called Babylon. You study your Bible. It's worldwide. It's not one location. All right? Which spiritually, not naturally, which spiritually is called what? I want you to notice. Which spiritually is called Sodom. How many know Sodom was where the homosexuals were? And the word Sodom means scorched. How many believe God's going to scorch them if they don't repent? God wants them to repent. Can you say amen? And number two, Egypt. Picture the world, the eye, and flesh, and pride of life. That's where they kill. And also, our Lord was? Where was Jesus crucified? Outside the city of Jerusalem, right? How do you pl- hold your place? Go to Hebrews 13. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Jesus. Hebrews 13, if I can find it here. In verse 13, brethren... Well, let's go back to verse 12. Wherefore, Jesus also, that He might sanctify the people with His own blood, suffered where? Without the gate. Let us go forth therefore unto Him without the tent, bearing His. So where did the two witnesses die? They died spiritually in a place called Sodom, where there's uncleanness, Egypt, the iron, flesh and pride of life, and that place of reproach. Now, you come come back up in chapter 11 just a minute. Look in verse. um, Look at, well, verse 8. And their dead bodies shall lie in the street of the great city. We read that. Now, verse 9. And there the people, and kindreds, and tongues, and nations shall see their dead bodies three days and a half. And shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. How many see that? <clears throat> wow. And they that dwell upon the earth shall rejoice over them, not because they love them, and make marriage. Right. I mean, they're gonna have parties. Shall send gifts one to another. They better get it by UPS within two day delivery, because man, three and a half days gonna to be too late. Isn't that right? Because these two prophets, or these two ministries, Zechariah calls them the sons of fresh oil. Because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth. How are they going to torment them? They're They're going to be preaching Jesus and prophesying judgment. Aren't they? How many believe that? Now listen. After three days and a half, the Spirit of life from God... "...entered into them, and they stood up on their feet, and great fear fell upon them which saw them. And they heard a great voice from heaven." This is what John heard in chapter 4, saying to them, "...Come up hither." And they did something. They did something that no one has ever done except Jesus. I said, no one's ever done it. God took Elijah... God took Enoch. But these, as the Spirit of life enters them, as the Spirit entered Jesus. Hallelujah. Notice what it says here. Glory be to God. <coughs> they stood up on their feet, and great fear... fear. Okay, notice. Come here, I was, and they ascended up, before, up to heaven, and in a cloud, and their enemies did what? Be held. How did Jesus go to heaven? How did He ascend? And the same hour, the great earthquake. I don't preach the word rapture, but I use the word resurrection. How many of we can be raptured tonight? Isn't that right? These sons, these are the sons of God, by the way, they have the fullness of Christ in them even before they die, and they're the first to start the resurrection. Now look down to verse 15. I, if I get on this, I'd get weird at midnight.
0: <laughs>
2: Paul did it, didn't he? He said, whether in the body or the body, I can't tell. And the seventh angel did something. Sounded. There were great voices in heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ. That's the body of Christ. And He shall reign forever and ever. Now turn to 10.7 of Revelation. <clears throat> Here's that Satan trumpet, 10 7. But in the days, and notice the word days is plural. In the days of the voice of the seventh angel. What's seventh number, uh, what is seventh? What's the number seven? Perfection. Spiritual perfection. When he shall begin to sound what? The mystery of God should be finished as he declared to his servants the prophets. Now, first Corinthians fifteen. Let's go to first Corinthians fifteen. How I many of those meat and potatoes, man? I love it. 1 Corinthians 15. I know that some people don't like it, but I love it. Hallelujah. Verse 51. Look at this mystery. Here's this mystery. Behold, I show you a mystery. A secret. We shall not all sleep. We're not going to all die. But we shall all be changed. Come on, in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. The seventh trump is the last trump. Now, what's this? Hallelujah. Well, the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we're going to be what? Come on, help me. Changed. When is, our fi- when is the final change? Seventh trumpet. Now, I want you to hear what I'm saying. That seventh trumpet blows 1,000 years, not five minutes. Can't blow. Look here. Go to Revelation 20. My, my, my. Verse 4. Verse 4. I saw thrones, and they set upon them, and judgment was given to them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, which had not worshipped the beast. That means they were here. Ne- neither his image, neither his, had received their mo- his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ how long? Thousands, thousand years. But the rest of the dead... Live not again till the thousand years were finished. This is what?
0: The first, first
2: resurrection. resurrection. How many want to be in the first resurrection? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. All right, now turn to John. John chapter 6. I think it's 6. Let's look at this now. In John 6, um, I want to find my verses here. <laughs> Amen. Look down to verse 39. And this is the Father's will, which He has sent me, that of all which He hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up. When's He going to raise this people up? A day with the Lord is as a and a thousand years is a day. I'm telling you that trumpet's going to blow a thousand years. That resurrection will take place during that. That first resurrection will take place during that thousand years. Now look at First Corinthians chapter four, the, uh, the chapter we always quote. <clears throat> Hallelujah! Oh my. If you got any questions, Ron is here. You can answer any one of them. 1 Thessalonians 4. First, I'm sorry. What did that say? I
0: four. Yeah, I'm sorry.
2: 1 Thessalonians 4. Verse 13. Let's go back to 13 here. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, notice something here. Do you believe God has the first fruits? That's what it says in Revelation 14. Now, look here in chapter 4. And verse thirteen. And I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren
0: <laughs>
2: Well, we better not say anything on that. <laughs> Concerning them which are asleep, that is, those who have died, that you sorry not, even as others which have no hope. How I many thank God we have some hope tonight? Yes, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them which sleep in Jesus how many believe, believe there's a lot of people sleeping in Jesus tonight, physically, but spiritually, they're alive. Isn't that right? I mean, no oh, soul sleep is not taught in the Bible. If you die tonight, knowing Jesus, you're going to be with Him. Isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. Notice and those that sleep in Jesus will God bring with Him. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain unto the coming the parousia of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. I mean, no, that don't sound like anything secret to me, huh? That's how many has ever been taught that? you know he's going to sneak down and take us all out? That isn't true. <clears throat> he's coming he's like a thief, which means the element of surprise. He's going to shock us all when he comes, isn't he? Yeah. We're not ready. Now look at this. <clears throat> he's going to descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with what else, though? The trumpet of, trump of God. That's not Gabriel blowing a horn. That's a message that's changing you. Anybody want to hear the trumpet tonight? Amen. Now, what's this? With the trumpet God and the dead, where? In now, notice the dead in Christ. Those that have died in Christ. You know who those are? First fruits. The dead in Christ, those that live and move and have their being in Christ, will rise
0: first.
2: Now, hold your place. Go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. The more I am getting some deep water now. Chapter fifteen. Verse twenty. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, how I many you know that was Adam? By man, this is Jesus, came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam, all are gonna what? <clears throat> Die. Die. Even so in Christ. Now, don't tell them everybody's moving in Christ. If so, the church would be so different, wouldn't it? How many is being led by the Lord? How many is being covered over by Christ Himself, and they're doing exactly what Christ wants, wants them? Not too many. Whereas in Adam all die, even in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man, here it is now, in his own order, or group, or rank. That's a military word. Rank. Here's the rank. Now, here's the rank. Christ. The first fruits. All right, who is Christ? Come on, Jesus the head. And there's a body that's Christ. Amen? Every man in his own order, Christ the first fruits. And afterwards, they that are Christ at his coming. Somebody's going to get changed first. <clears throat> hmm? My, my. Study all. Study those who are in Christ. That's the key. Everyone that's moving in Christ will be part of the first fruits. Those who are not will not be. They'll be in the other group, whatever group that is. Now I can't tell you who's going to be in who, what people's going to be there. many you know that the Lord knows who's going to be in that first group. First group, is that right? Now let's go back. To, let's go back to Thessalonians chapter four. <clears throat> We're not putting anybody down. God knows who they are. 1 Thessalonians 4 now. Verse 16. Again, he said at that trumpet, that's that last trump now, "...the dead in Christ shall rise first, then we which are alive and remain," which means somebody's going to be living, "...shall be caught up together with them in the clouds," and that isn't rain clouds, "...to meet the Lord where?" "...in the atmosphere." Or in the environment. I know. But it means the same thing. Yeah. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Now, people stop right there. But we'll go to chapter 5. Now, the translators... I mean, on the Greek, there was no um, separation with the chapters and no, no punctuation. That's right. So let's keep reading. Let's don't stop. We've come up to 18 in the church and stop. Well, that's a rapture. Look at chapter 5. But... Of the times and seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write to you, for yourselves know perfectly that what
0: but dear the devil lord comes that's what. Now look
2: back in chapter sixteen. Hang your, uh, I mean Revelation
0: sixteen.
2: Glenn, I'm going on to talk with. Is that all right? He might be resting over there on me. <laughs> Revelation sixteen. Revelation sixteen. Look down with me to verse fifteen. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keeps his garments, lest he walk naked in the sea of shame. I want you to notice in chapter 16, he hadn't come yet. I was taught he'd come in chapter 4 in Bible college. Right. No, in chapter 4, John's a picture that overcomes, caught to the throne like the man-child, in chapter 12, verse 5. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> amen. Well, they, they tell you that the church was not mentioned anymore after chapter 3, too. It's amen, it's gone. It's amen. Gone. amen. Huh? Amen. Now back to chapter 5. Chapter 5 of Thessalonians again. What's he saying here now? He's saying, he's saying in verse 2 the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night, right? Right. And when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction is going to come upon them as travail upon a woman, with child, they'll not escape. But you, brethren, are not in what? Darkness. Darkness that, that day. What day? The rapture? No, the day of the Lord. That's when Jesus comes. That's when He comes, the day of the Lord. He ain't going to sneak down here and take you out and come back seven years later. No, there's only one more coming. Not two. That was the fallacy I was taught. Now, what is the day of the Lord? Turn to Zechariah. Turn to Zechariah 14. Let me give you a scripture here. Praise God. Zechariah 14. Let's see what the day of the Lord really is. Verse 1, Behold... The day of the Lord cometh, and thy spoil shall be divided in the midst of thee. For I will gather all nations against Jerusalem to battle, and the city shall be taken, the houses rifled, the women ravished. Half of the city shall go forth into captivity. The residue of the people shall not be cut off from the city. Then shall the Lord go forth and fight against those nations. That's when he fought in the day of battle. His feet shall stand in that day. Where is his feet going to stand? Upon the Mount of Olives. Where did Jesus take off from when he left? The Mount of Olives. Where's he coming back to? The Mount of Olives. When's he coming? In the day of the Lord. Can you say Amen? Any questions? Yes, sir. Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh huh. Galatians chapter three, verse one. Re- uh, turn over and read it to me right now, would you please? Galatians three one. Uh-huh. All right, who's got Galatians three three one? Somebody read it real quick. Ron, uh, uh, Gary, you got it there. Anybody got Galatians three one? Just read. It.
3: You got Cheryl. Oh, foolish Galatians who have bewitched you that you should not obey the truth. Amen. But before whose eyes Jesus
2: Christ has been evidently
3: set forth crucified
2: among you. Amen. Now, there's many the reasons why they were bewitched. Okay. But he was to Paul's tone to the church of the church, and right in the word that word bewitch is the word witch. The church had been bewitched. The evil eye had come in. All right, doctrines, dogmas, and other things had come in there. Okay, um, so we get in a lot of things on that. But it was right in the church, and so moving out of the spirit in the flesh. It's actually what he was saying there. You're moving back into witchcraft. How many a you know witchcraft starts in the flesh? That's right. well, I know it was... well, it is. <laughs> it's as the sin of witchcraft. You're right. You're right too. <laughs> Amen. Somebody else got a question, real quick. Okay,
3: Mary?
2: Just a comment in Revelation 22,
3: when we're talking about Jezebel, who has called herself, I think it's in I don't know where it was. Anyway, it's called herself a prophet.
2: Chapter 2.
3: Then we're dealing with
2: the spirit of false prophet. Yes, yes. Otherwise, you're exalting yourself to be something. Right. Right. Like in the Ephesian church, there were those who were saying they were apostles and they found them to be liars. Well, see, it's the same in the church today. A lot of, say, a lot of people say, I'm this and I'm that. Let me tell you something. You need, the Bible show you how to prove ministries. Okay? So, we need to know that, too. That's good. Somebody else? One more. One more question. I guess we don't need to have another question then. Terry, you got something back there? Oh, I thought you just looked going. Okay, let's stand. May the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. I like Bible drills, don't you? Praise God. I want us to pray. I want us to pray against some things here. Anybody want to pray and get set free tonight? Amen. Amen. Let's pray together if we can. Father God, God. in the name of Jesus, Jesus. I repent repent. of all rebellion. rebellion. Lord, set me free free. from the hearted system, system, from the horror Lord God, Lord God, I break all mind control over my life from the Jezebel spirit, from the church system, in the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath now. Let it go. Come on. You've been under that church system, on those lies. let them go in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, I break your power, all mind control, all rebellion, in the name of Jesus, over our minds and our thoughts over our emotions, in Jesus' name. I break all mind control over our thoughts and minds tonight, in Jesus' name. I come against the spirit of domination and and dominion and death. Spirit of death, come out of us from those churches, from the horror itself. Come out, in Jesus' name. Spirit of Jezebel, I break the death spirit over these people tonight, in Jesus' name. Command you to go in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and let it go. All death spirits, spirits of death and destruction, that would come into your life. It's come into your life uh, through the whore, through the harlot system. In the name of Jesus. come on! Don't be afraid. Get them out. Call them out. Let them go. In the name, breathe them out. Yawn them out. Whatever. Father God, in the name of Jesus, anybody going to pray with me? I repent of submitting to harlotry, to divination, sorcery, witchcraft. I break its power now over my mind. Over my heart, over my life, I command right now all divination, sorcery, and witchcraft to go in Jesus' name. I, I reject you and renounce you now in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath and let it go now. Come on. Come on. Breathe them out. Cough them out. Name of Jesus. All false worship, all false, false, false doctrine, false doctrine false. spirit of seduction, spiritual adultery spiritual, spiritual adultery, spiritual spiritual fornication, spiritual. mystery of iniquity. I break your power over my life. Come out of me now. Come on, get them out of there. <coughs> well, I need some too. Get it out of there in Jesus' name. name of Jesus. I come against all tradition, deceptions, all fear tactics, whoredoms, depths of Satan, religion, false covering. In the name of Jesus, I renounce you. I resist you. Come out of me now. In the name of Jesus, now Lord Jesus, come in and fill me up. Seal me with your seal in my mind. Put my, your mark upon me, your name, your nature, in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, Amen. Let's give him a good hand. Amen. Let's bless him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We bless you, Lord. We praise you. We love you, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Praise God. Sister Coffee, come up and close the meeting, would you? Tomorrow morning, uh, Doc will be here at 6 o'clock, and breakfast will be at 8 or 8.30. What is it, 8? Sister Coffee, close the meeting.
3: Father, we thank you. Can I say one thing about you? These um, spirits you've been calling out, mm-hmm. we need to break a soul tie with all, all, that, right, yeah, all those ahead. churches we've been in bound to. In the name of Jesus, we. And you know what church you've been under the, the uh, denomination, the of it. Let's break the soul tie with it. We Amen. I break soul tie between each one here and the churches that Amen. have uh, the Harlot Church we've been in, involved in and false ministries in the name of Jesus, Amen. in the name of the Amen. Lord Amen. Jesus Christ. And we call every part of Amen. the uh, every part of that soul tie loose from you. that Amen. Set, set each one of us free from them, Amen. Father, Jesus. in Jesus name. Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Amen. in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Christ. Come on, Adam. Let him go. You know, I, I, when I left the Baptist church, <laughs> I broke a soul tie with the church, mm-hmm. and the Lord just freed me from it. I just thought I couldn't live outside Amen. of the Baptist Amen. church. Amen. And I praise the Lord for the Baptist teaching, Amen. but I Amen. needed to be free from it. Father, I thank you again for your word. Lord, we thank you for the, the, the living word that we received tonight. And Lord, we just ask you to bind it to our hearts yes. and our minds and our spirits that the enemy cannot steal it mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for it. And I bind every spirit that's been cast out and call for the angels Amen. of the Lord to come Amen. and cleanse the Amen. church in the name of Jesus. We bind back like retaliation, mm-hmm. Father. And we just ask now mm-hmm. as you fill each one of us with, with your fullness that you'll give each one mm-hmm. of us rest and a good night's sleep and refresh to come back in the morning. Amen. We thank you for all that you've done tonight, mm-hmm. Father. And we give praise and honor and glory to the Lord Jesus Amen. Christ. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you. This is the end of this message. Our
2: website is www.lakehamiltonbiblecamp.com and lhbconline.com There are many free audio files there. It's like going to Bible school at home.